Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, people. This is DJ. This is Ish. And this is Season season 3 of Better Let Let Me Tell tell you. You. Pretty sure I was Neo Anderson. You were certain of it. <laughs> Do you remember my in my website, um, worldofdarian.com? And that was all right of the, about the Matrix. Huh? I had forgotten about that. Well, I sold that that domain expired years ago. But yeah, I was I was pretty obsessed with the Matrix when it came out. Maybe you were in the Matrix. Who Maybe I, I was in the Matrix. Who am I to say no? Well, how do we know we're <laughs> not in the Matrix not? Exactly. right now? Exactly. Listen, I'm plugged into about three things as we're recording this. We may be in the Matrix <laughs> right now. And with that note... Oh, welcome to episode 123, where we hope it's a glitch. <laughs> do we? It's funny, because every single time, it doesn't fail, that I have deja vu, I say, there must be a glitch in the Matrix. You said that the other day in the pool. You th- oh, yeah, yes. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you, so you, you literally like, you stopped and you're just like, "There's a glitch in the matrix." There's a glitch and in the I matrix. Was like, because I was having major deja vu. <laughs> pretty sure it probably is. There probably is. I'm so glad you picked that up. Of course, I picked it up. Not everybody would pick that up. They'll be like, "What?" Uh, of, course, of course, the matrix. What? The ma- <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. You know, there's gonna be a fourth one. Yeah, they're filming it now, or yeah. when? Well, no, they're restarting. And to I'm film really now. happy about it because I have mixed feelings about. I don't have. I don't have a problem with the way. Mm-hmm. The movie ended, per se, the trilogy. Mm-hmm. But if you recall, two and three came out in the same year. They filmed it at the same time. Back yeah, back, and yeah. it's like there was such anticipation to the second one. The second one wasn't great. And then the third one comes out. And Which is the one that had Colonel Sanders? The second one. Okay. The Master of Keys. Sure. Yeah. 
I love love the SNL parody with uh, Will, Will Ferrell that he's like I don't know what I'm talking about. But oh, that I, was in the that was the VMAs, the, the VMAs, and, and yes, the movie awards, the movie awards. Yeah. yeah, that was hilarious with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, but that when she changed dresses like yeah. she's thirty like, times, she's like I'm in a potato sack, Neo. Put me back in the Matrix. <laughs> but the Matrix, I mean, if you come to think about it, the first movie mm. was released in '99, so probably shot in '98. Right. So 22 years old. You look at that movie now. It's not 22 years old. And like, there's no... You, you show there's that nothing to, to... Yeah. You show that to somebody who has no idea what The Matrix is, and they will not it, tell it you. It doesn't look aged. At all. That could very no. well be a 2020 movie. Everything from the special effects to the music. Even the music. The, the dialogue. Music, the di- Everything. The dialogue is not dated. They don't everything. try to create the lingo. The only thing. The only thing. The phones. The phone. That's the only thing. That you That's can kind true. of be like... What? You That's know? true. Because anytime you insert technology into a movie, you, you run that risk. Right. Especially now. Um, but especially phones. Because like the computers, even the computers were all flat screens. So that could very well be... It could well be desktops. Be, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Call it could it very day, well yeah. be relevant today. Yeah. Um, but the phone, the phone is situation. like the one thing. And the thing is that the phone plays such a big part. Yeah. It's not and, even and like... Now, <laughs> and now it's funny because like, you know that Nokia or Nokia yeah. paid, I don't know how many millions of dollars to be the phone. So now I could imagine it being, you know, like iPhone versus like Samsung. Like which one is going to be the Matrix phone? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So the Matrix is just um, Bill Gates. No, uh, Steve Jobs. That's where he went after he died. To the Matrix? <laughs> to the Matrix. Well... No, because it wasn't an iPhone. It was a Nokia. No, but now. That's why. Oh, he, now, now if it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. And Gina Torres is in the second Matrix. That's true. Yeah. And the third one, too, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's but, where she uh, met her, her, well, now ex-husband, but. Well, Morpheus. Yes. Morpheus is so badass. He's, well, he's Lawrence Fishburne. Of course <laughs> he's badass. <laughs> and Trinity. Again, that's the thing with that movie. It's like all the characters were so awesome. You know, and, and they're not—they're not dated. I, I can't stress that enough. No, it, it, like Trinity, Trinity was such a badass woman. Like she was like that predecessor for that that type of action heroine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a scene with the Oracle. Que dice, ay, que dice mucho pero sin decir nada. Dice nada, pero I'm really excited about the Matrix Four. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But who knows when it will be released with coronavirus? Because, you know, my other favorite movie, which is the James Bond franchise, that's that was supposed to be released in April. I think now it's in November, but who knows? Maybe it'll appear on Disney+. Plus. I joke that, it, of course, it had to be a pandemic for that movie, uh, New Mutants, to come out. The It's an X-Men spinoff movie. Uh-huh. It has been supposed to be coming out, I think, since like 2017. Mm-hmm. And now it's finally coming but out this coming month. Out. But was it supposed to come out this month? No, it was supposed to come out like two years ago. But okay, well, but what <laughs> happened before March? Why didn't it come out? Because it had just been getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. I think they had to do reshoots and they had to, like, it, I don't think it was testing well. And so I always joke, I'm like, I, whenever people would be like, oh, New Mutants, because it had, I don't know how many release dates mm-hmm. and then it would come and go. At this point, I was like, yeah, okay, sure, Jan. You know, yeah, New Mutants. And now, of course, pandemic, there's nothing yeah. else. Yeah. Fuck it. No, and like, the whole thing with Disney Plus, I joke because oh, Mulan. That's what they have to do with Mulan. Because Disney, they can't sell dolls if they don't have the movie. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, there's a live action version of Mulan, and it's supposed to be pretty badass from yeah, what yeah. I hear. And um, which it's it's interesting because if you look back at most of like the famous Disney princess movies, mm-hmm. that would be one of the ones that I think translates the best. 
the to easiest. Yeah, yeah. To live action. Because I've told you, I've told you straight out. I think we've even talked about it here. Yeah. A lot of these live action Disney movies, I just eh, don't care for. Eh, eh. I, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Like, I love Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is probably my favorite. The live action one? Eh. Okay, sure. Sure. You know. The, the uh, CGI Lion King? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Malefic- I thought the first Maleficent was kind of... was okay. I, okay. I, the first Maleficent, I liked it because the casting of Angelina Jolie oh, was... Oh, no, that was perfect. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, Like It's like I can't imagine anybody else doing Maleficent. Right. But did we really need to know the soft side of Maleficent? Okay, that's like I've told I kind of liked Maleficent being an evil witch. Just an bitch evil bitch for, for no reason. <laughs> like she's just like you know what? I'm just a bitch. It's you just invite me to the el bautizo. El bautizo. <laughs> Muerte con todo mundo. Like that's it. You bueno, know. Con todo Ahora I, mismo. I'm down for it. I didn't need to. But know I've that. told you this. I don't need that. I, that's a trend now in Hollywood where it's like, oh, let's find out what happened with these characters before we first met them. I don't care what. I don't care how Han Solo got the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I never stopped to wonder that. It was not a preoccupation. That, you know what? That's an. I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up. I never. On, and I know you might say sacrilege. I didn't care how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. He just. I assumed he had a tragedy. He became Darth Vader. That's it. You know what I mean? Like I don't need. Well, you mean in terms of the, the, the first prequels. three? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. Well. But but I'm saying like I don't need. So so let's go into Star Wars now. Okay. Right. I was perfectly fine with the three original. Right. Movies. That's what I'm saying. Right. I didn't need anything else. I need an explanation. But now that they did it, yeah, that they were gonna do it. Oh yeah, I did like that that, that specific one. Right. one. But I didn't episode three. Okay, but did we need it? No, no. we didn't need. We, well, like, we didn't like, need. What I was saying is, were you clamoring? Were you like, God, I wonder how this happened? No, we didn't need any of. But but that's what I'm trying to say. For the first one came out one in '99, and the last one came out in '83. So for 16, 17 years, we were okay with not there being another with, Star this Wars. This is movie. just what it is. Yeah, I, I, I was totally okay with that. Yeah. I was not like, I love Star Wars. When is the next one coming out? I right. think we had kind of all accepted that there was not going to be another right, one, right. and we were okay with that. Right. That's like I'm totally okay with there not being another eighteen. There doesn't need to be another. There ET. doesn't need. I mean, a little commercial they did now for Comcast. That was cute. That was, was cute. cute. Whatever. I I don't need another ET. Yeah. The uh, the uh, the. We don't need another Back to the Future. The, we don't need another Indiana Jones. We like, don't. We don't. And but back to Star Wars. But when yeah, they were like, okay, they opened Pandora's box, <laughs> and now we're gonna have. This is happening. Episodes one through three. Right. Okay, well then, well, now that you're going to give me episodes one through three, then show me how he became Darth Vader. Well, yeah, if you're going to do it, you better do that. Yeah. Yeah, because if not... Now, but going back to what you said about Han Solo, I agree 100% with that. I love... I mean, who doesn't... Who Who doesn't freaking love Han Solo? It's impossible to love Star Wars and not appreciate Han Solo at at bare minimum. I wasn't up at night thinking the backstory. How did he meet Chewie? How did he get the Millennium Falcon? I didn't really care. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't need a prequel. Thanks, but I was fine. Yeah, but, but that's... The Star Wars thing... Is a whole other conversation. Well, no, no, that's franchise fatigue, and that's a whole other that I'm that's... totally fatigued on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what was it before when when a Star Wars movie would come out? It was an event. It was an event. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, are you gonna go to see it? Well, and now we also have it on TV with the Mandalorian. So, right, no, but 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 like I remember, even not too long ago, I would go with you know these other guys that are, I'm friends with. We would go to the IMAX theater and the Museum of Science in oh, yeah, Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you been to that? I saw Superman there with you. That that I that IMAX theater is too big. <laughs> it is. 
It is. Okay, that IMAX theater. And how big should an IMAX theater no, be when no. it's meant to be big? No, 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 no. Not, but not, no, that's the thing. Not all IMAX theaters are the same size. Oh, no? No. Oh, I thought I that thought, too. Oh, okay. I thought that IMAX theaters was a standard size. Right, 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 right. No, not all of them are the same size. The one there is the second largest oh. one in North America. Cuño. Yeah, and the one in the Museum of Science, I think it's too big. Unless you are sitting in the very last row, yeah, you're not you seeing think, it. I remember one of the movies, I don't know if it was the first movie I saw there, but The Day After Tomorrow, mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves, yeah. we got there, actually no, we didn't the get after, there late. The Day After Tomorrow is... No, not The Day After Tomorrow, The Day the, the World Hall. Stood Still. The Day was Still, yeah. Uh, with Keanu Reeves, I remember me and these guys, we got there, we were in line, so we got there early. Mm -hmm. We ended up in the front row. I got motion sickness. Motion sickness. I don't even get motion sickness because you you are freaking I like on an uh, like a roller coaster ride because the screen that's the size of you know a stadium is in front it, it, of you. And there's no way. There's no way you can see it. There's no way you can see all of it. So the mareas. Yeah. The ma maria. So okay, so do you like my my new haircut? I love your new I'm, haircut. I'm doing a little segue here. So I have an interesting story with my barber. Deeming. So went to this place here uh, in the Gables down the street. There's a new place, so I hadn't. I don't have a barber preference, whatever. So I but let them. me tell you what happened with your barber. Exactly. So we're sitting there, and I had to have the mask on while they were cutting my hair. Mm -hmm. And so I'm starting to talk to this guy, and I could tell like he's un cubanito. You know, he hasn't been here long. He's actually been here like eight years. So he got here 18. He's 26. Look at me. I did math. And live on live air. Live on air without a calculator. That, listen, if you guys know me, you know that's a big deal. So, you know, we're talking about like, oh, la máscara, que jodienda, que esto con otro, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, we're, we're whatever. And that somehow segues as it all does into like politics, right? Ay, Dios mío. So he's Here like. Here we go. Exactly. So he's like. And this is the political this uh, <laughs> segment section. of Pero Let Me Tell You, which will continue. Yes. Uh -huh. So he starts like, you know. Eh, no, porque tú sabes, esto de la máscara, yo no sé, esto me parece un poco ridículo que esto que lo otro. You know, just basically saying how he thinks it's a little much and what have you. And I said, well, you know, I understand where you're coming from. You know, I think maybe in hindsight, we're going to look back and we're going to be like, you know what? It probably wasn't as, you know, there were things we could have done differently to make it less impacting, blah, 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 whatever. Also, I get it. The poor guy's a barber. He hasn't worked. You know, there were months where he didn't work because they were closed. Right. So, you know, this and that, the other. And then, so... Inevitably, it turns to Trump. Of course. And he's like, no, porque, tú sabes, es que este presidente... And at first, he kind of tricked me. He's like, no, es que este presidente, oye, cada vez que abre la boca, tú sabes, es que no sabe hablar, que esto, que lo otro. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. A, a new, newly arrived Cuban who's like, not Trump, you know, not, 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 not about MAGA, right? Uh -huh. But then he turns it around and he's like, pero yo no so, sé... Tú sabes, yo prefiero ese al, al, que, al que le va a postular porque ese, no sé, él está contra la policía y no sé qué, ta, ta, ta. And so I say, well, actually, you know, he, Biden is not, he has actually said that he's not going to defund the police. You know, he, he, he's not on board with that. And so he's, and then he says like, sí, pero tú sabes, él, él es medio comunista. And I'm like, okay, in what sense? You know, ¿en qué sentido es comunista? And then he's like, no, bueno, no es, pero, o sea, el partido de él. And I'm like, okay, fine, but just, I want to understand your point of view. And then he pivots to the one explanation. By the way, the fact that you're bringing up the story and what it's about is perfect with something else <laughs> I was going to bring on. Okay. So, you know, this is a guy who also has, like, you know, scissors and sharp objects at my head. So I am treading carefully, right. you know. And basically then he answers with the one response that I can't 
combat, right? No, porque, vaya, es que tú sabes, yo, yo, yo me crié en Cuba, y entonces yo sé el comunismo cuando lo veo. And it's like, I, how do I even combat that? Because it's, it, it's an argument that it's like, well, I can't say that I know communism when I see it because I haven't lived in communism. So you're kind of building it up in a way that there's no defense and I can't have a conversation oh, with I would, you. I would have defended that, but go ahead. But no, but, but do you see what I'm saying? And, and I, at that point, I mean, at that point I kind of tried to like, dale la vuelta and whatever. We just kept talking about other things, but it really upset me because it's like, that's not fair. You can't just, you can't just be like, well, I know it because I grew up in it. And no. it's like, well, I, I didn't, but I can't, I, I, you know, and I, because I didn't want to, again, sharp objects at my face, but I didn't want to discredit his experiences. Right. You know what I mean? You don't have to. My question would have been like, oh, okay. Y déjame preguntarte algo en Cuba, cuando el comunismo vino. Again, la, he, la he's 26, so. La prensa la atacaron, ¿verdad? Mm. Right? Right. Porque the only, the press, was gone, the yeah. only press, the only newspaper in is Cuba is Grama. Grama, yeah. Grama, which is state run. Yeah. La prensa la quitaron, mm. ¿verdad? Mm -hmm. Y tú sabes que el presidente actual aquí de Estados Unidos tiene una guerra con la prensa. Que él quiere, él ha ofendido la prensa varias veces y ataca a la prensa. Eh, Joe Biden ataca a la prensa. Ahora, pose some rhetorical questions. But I mean, he was, be, he was being civil. He wasn't being, no, 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 no I'm saying, he wasn't being like uh, defensive or offensive, but it was just, at that moment when it got to that point, I kind of just threw my hands up and I was just like, you know, we were having, in my mind, this all conversation happened. You know, we were having a nice conversation, a nice discourse, and then I just feel like I hit a wall that I could not. Right, right, because you hit a wall, although I, in that situation, <laughs> would have handled it a little bit differently. But you and I are different in that aspect. <laughs> yes, we are. Because I don't put, I don't back up from a fight. <laughs> Unless it's in my house with my parents, because otherwise. <laughs> because they have gonna, heart issues. <laughs> they have heart issues, and somebody's going to end up with a heart attack. Right. So I No, we don't need that. I, in, in, with my media family, when it comes down to politics and Trump, I have learned to pick my battles, and I will be picking none. Right. So, as they say in Spanish, yo me siento ahí, la, 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 la cojo sin vaselina. Sí. Okay. So, they talk Trump, 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 Trump. And, and, you, and you're like, ay, mira que rico esta galletica. Ay, sí, que esta galletica. Ay, el pastelito, el niño. Whatever, yeah. whatever. But I am not responding. I am not engaging because there, it's 35 against one. Right. <laughs> you know, and as vocal and loud as I am, you, you know, can only drown so many people out. Yeah. 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 But, um, But that's actually a great story. And I'm really happy that you brought that up because I was going to bring up something very similar that happened this week with Marco Rubio. Oh, okay. And it's actually pretty much the same thing you just said. So Was he um, giving you a haircut too? No. <laughs> but Marco Rubio, I've said this several times. Yes. Marco Rubio's young. Marco Rubio's not a bad looking guy. He's like 50. Yeah. He needs a makeover with his hair. I understand que se está tratando de, you know, it's a look. It's a, like a bici un poco. Listen, as a, as, a, as a calvo, okay, over here, we don't all have the luxury of your mane and your locks, okay? Yeah. Um, but he needs a makeover, okay? He's too young. You know, from a guy that used to go to phone parties. Right. You know? Listen to Tupac. <laughs> right. I mean, he could have a more modern We, we could We could just change it up a little bit. Now, Marco was in the news this week because, do you know who Steve Schmidt is? Not a clue. Okay, so um, Sh Steve Schmidt, let me give you a little bit of background. He's um, part of the Lincoln Project. And the Lincoln Project is a, a super PAC 
which is all of past Republicans who are not Trumpers. Okay, so like an Ana Navarro. Yes, I don't okay. know if she's part of the Lincoln but, Project. But, but, that, but that type but, of person, yes. yes. Somebody okay. who was a Republican. Or is. Although, I, I, I don't know if to be people who are part of the Lincoln Project, if they are current, current Republicans, even though they're not Trumpers. Okay. But I know that Steve Schmidt was a Republican. He was very much a Republican, and he officially left the Republican Party. Okay, and who is he? He's so a... he was involved. He was a lot of like campaign strategist and man, campaign okay, managers. Okay, so he worked under different super administrations. Super involved. In... Yeah, okay, super okay. involved. He right. in the political circles. You knew who he was, and so he the super PAC opened mm -hmm. and uh, some years ago, and basically like they have a lot of social media like laughing like at anybody. Trump. Okay, like they had a. They had one actually I saw this week that it was about Trump in some rally and then just the way they edit it is oh, calls okay, out okay. his nonsense. And um, you know, obviously Trump has had some words for him. <laughs> so him and and Marco Rubio got into a little bit of a Twitter war this oh, week. That always ends well. And I have to say, he I think the bl initial blow he took at Marco Rubio was not necessarily a fair one. In there, I'll, I would say I'm, I give it to, to Marco Rubio mm -hmm. because he kind of said something like, I, I'm paraphrasing mm -hmm. here. Um, he he kind of made it sound like, remember the whole thing with Marco Rubio that his parents left before the revolution? Do you know about okay. the whole snafu? No. Okay. Marco Rubio, <laughs> in his official biography... Mm -hmm. stated that his parents left Cuba in 1959 because of the Castro dictatorship and you know they, right, 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 they right, were right. not going to live in an oppressive regime, right. regime and that's why they came to the US. Okay. In fact his parents left Cuba in 1956. Oh really? Yes. Oh I didn't know. And that. they came for financial opportunity in the US. They didn't come fleeing communism. Oh okay. You didn't know that? No. Oh, he got a bunch oh, of mira. shit on mira that. Noticia. Well, because here he is, like, the savior of the Cuban community. Right, right, right. You know, talking about right. all this stuff. And he would be like, because my parents left the oppression right. of Cuba. And to you be know? fair, I mean, the rumblings in Cuba started before yeah, the revolution. No, 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 no but, but I'm in 50, saying. But, but in 56, people weren't leaving because of Cuba. No, exactly, exactly. Right? Um, they came for, I think they had a better financial opportunity in the U.S. For opportunity. Right? So, and he kind of... Steve Schmidt kind of threw a Twitter kind of snarky remark. Una puyita. Uh, una puyita, Marco Rubio, saying like, oh, you know, if you would have been in Cuba in 1959, you would have been, you know, Castro's go-to guy because that's who you are. You sell yourself the same way you're selling yourself to Trump. So Marco Rubio obviously took this very personal. And again, I think that was a bit of a low blow. He right. didn't have to go there. Right, right. Because, you know, again... That's personal. That's personal. That's a personal, yeah. And he was making jab at that, the fact that he had lied right, about right. it. But he didn't need to go there. He could have still thrown something snarky at him without going In there. a different way. But Marco Rubio, in one of his responses, mm -hmm. says this. Okay. And this is what I want to And this is a quote about. from Twitter? Yes. Okay. Quote... This is Michael Rubio's response. Schmidt is a type of man who turned to political prostitution. The type of washed up man who sensed new opportunities to... Oh, the type of washed up man who sensed new opportunities to make some money. The type of man who gladly supports a party with prominent members who sympathize with Castro because it helps him be relevant. Just a little. Mm -hmm. 
But is okay because it's former Republican. Okay, got it. So okay, got it. Got it. Right. Sorry, sorry. And now he's a Democrat. Oh, he's a Democrat. Yes. Okay. He, okay. He okay. is a Democrat, and he's aligned okay. himself with the Democratic Party. Okay. So that's, again, Michael Rubio saying the type of man Schmidt, who is mm-hmm. now a Democrat, who gladly supports a party with prominent members who sympathize with Castro because it helps him to be relevant just a little. So, going to what you said a minute mm-hmm. ago, that is why. Because you have someone who's Cuban, Cuban-American, right. who Cubans, you know, to Cuban, Cubans, Marco Rubio is the, mis- is the second next, messiah. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Marco Rubio se tira un pedo. It's like, oh my God, because Marco Rubio, you know. Right. <laughs> I have never tried harder in my life to like somebody more than Michael Rubio. And I have said that before on the show. Yes. And you go back and quote yes. me. I have tried to like him so much. For and, and you I think you've said the same yeah. thing. You know, he I feel like if I met I've said this, I feel like if I met him at a at a party, uno quince, you know what I mean? Like completely devoid of everything else. Right. I would like him. Yeah. I feel like I would get along. Like we'd have drinks. He we like we'd probably you know dig the same type of music, have the same experiences. Clearly, I mean you know grew up in Westchester. Like I feel like we would get along as as people, shall right. we say? But unfortunately, there's certain things that I disagree with. Well, I, I disagree with everything that okay, he. Okay, but is. I'm not speaking for you. You know, <laughs> no, but 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 the, but he but that's his. Well, I, I wouldn't say problem because obviously he has a lot of. You know, people that like well, him. Well, that's his right to, you know, to have his beliefs. But but that's my my issue with him is that he is a type of conservatism that he shouldn't be. Like I, if he's fiscally conservative, right? Fine, you know, fine. Th- that's something that's definitely debatable on things like that. But he's so conservative on things like you know. Uh, you know, uh, um, equal equal marriage, uh, mm-hmm. women's rights, all these things, like these social mm-hmm. issues. That's like, come on. But does that strike you odd as a Cu- as a Cuban Catholic? No, it shouldn't. It, it should. shouldn't. I guess you're right. It shouldn't. But anyway, but back. <laughs> I mean, to, I mean, back, those are his beliefs as, back, as a Cuban back, Catholic. Back to. Yeah, I know, but he went to phone parties. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like how can somebody who was like a part? I don't know. I don't know. Like you, I, you just can't reconcile the the images that have been put out there of him in his youth with who he is now. Right. It's like okay. Let's talk about the like quickly about the gay thing. Michael Rubio grew up in Miami, and he was he's older than us, so he was of, of of age in terms of going out and partying mm-hmm. and phone parties, you know, in Miami Beach. Right, right. So I'm sure that he had gay friends, and he partied with a lot of you know gay folk, just like everybody in Miami, especially at a phone party, especially at a phone party <laughs> in Miami Beach. And it's like, coño, coño, like you have to be so. Freaking conservative, you know, that it's like, oh, you can't get married. And, oh, you know, all this bullshit. It's like, oh, come on, Michael Rubio. Like, oh, come on. You know, really? This may be one of your better rants. <laughs> like, this may be one of your better rants. I'm not going to lie. I mean, but what I'm saying is that he grew up in a time right. where it grew up in a time and place. And based from what I've seen of him, that it's like, man, he should have a little bit more modern. A little more open-minded. Be a little bit more open-minded or a little bit more modern, you know, and maybe, standings you know, on certain things. And maybe he is 
to a degree. You're right. In his personal life, he and, probably is. And unfortunately, uh, you know, we've had these conversations before where even 2016 notwithstanding, but who tends to win, you know, once you get these nominations, like let's look at Mitt Romney. Moderate Mitt, all of a sudden he got the nomination and all of a sudden he became like more to the right. Right. Because, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's always fascinated me that it's like you can go from being moderate shall right, we say because he has to pander to and the you base. have to get your base you have to get right. your votes but i mean I, it's, but, it's but being a politician that's what but i hate we hate that i well but, i don't but, I, I but, don't do that but, but, but i mean going going to the reason why i brought him up so again quote the type of man who gladly supports a party with prominent members who sympathize with the castro with castro because it helps him be relevant so he just reinforced there the stereotype that we have been so much trying to like show that it's not true that is simply not true that people that are democrats and people that are liberals are communist because he said it verbatim there there's no so read it again what, the read quote? It? yes please that that part i want to because I, I feel like i i feel like i have a rebuttal but i want to hear it properly the type of man uh -huh. who gladly supports a party with prominent members who sympathize with castro okay so what I will say in that regard, and you know that I don't agree with that bullshit of like, los demócratas son comunistas. I don't believe in it. But when you do have, and I forget the, the, the lady's name now, who she was one of the people who, before Kamala Harris, was one of the front runners or considerations mm -hmm. for Biden's uh, VP pick, mm -hmm. that she was saying things like, you know, like, oh, she sympathized with Castro mm -hmm. or, or I, I don't, forgive me, I'm being completely. He didn't say that for that reason, but go ahead. But I'm saying, but what he's saying there is, he's saying there are people in that party who sympathize with Castro. And when you have people who say things like that, like what I have completely not been able to say that this woman said, but we know that she said, it's not a lie. Right, and you, and you don't think that there are Republicans that sympathize with Castro? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure, but they haven't vocalized it, so there's nothing to point right. to. There's nothing to point to. That's the problem. Right, so that's, that's like kind that's of saying that Bernie Sanders sympathizes with, with the Castro regime, which he doesn't, but that's kind of saying that he does. So are we going to say that the Democratic Party is that? No, and, that's right, what I'm saying. But as a politician and as somebody who is an elected official, he should be a little bit more careful with his words. But he, he doesn't knows... say the party. He says a party who has members. No, right. Listen, he didn't mean Democrats. You're, listen to what he's saying. He didn't say a party that. He said a party who has members, meaning that he is... Right, he might, To your point, he's parsing the words. Right. But he is established. He's, he's not stupid. He is... He is oh, he's he is, feeding the frenzy. The, don't, make no mistake. But, but that's why he said that. Make no this mistake, he's feeding like, the frenzy. I, this is not, oh, I misspoke. No, 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 no. And He I'm not knew saying. what he was saying there, and that's the reason I brought it up. He <laughs> used that quote to reinforce a stereotype and a message that is incorrect. Because the Democratic Party of the United States of America uh -oh. does not support communism or socialism. That's why there was such a big problem with Bernie Sanders. Because Bernie Sanders in Vermont is a registered socialist. Right. He's not a Democrat. Right. But obviously for the grander scale, he, he falls under falls, that. He that went heading, yeah, yeah. onto the Democratic Party. Right, right, right. right. The same argument actually could be made about Donald Trump. I was going to say. Because Donald Trump used to be a Democrat. Right. Right? And but then, he probably, when he wanted to run for president, he probably saw that he had a greater chance. With the Republican Party. He's a Republican, so he's like, okay, Republican I am. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, everyone. This is DJ. How is everybody doing? Well, I have some great news for you guys. I'm here to tell you about Manscaped because let's face it, con el calor que hay, the last thing we want is to be bushy below the belt, right? And as you guys know, we've been telling you of how much we love Manscaped and their products. Their Lawnmower 3.0 has been a godsend when you live in Miami, the birthplace, you know, of humidity, the center of humidity. Uh, and now they're helping us groom areas everyone can see too. The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit is the perfect add-on to their Perfect Package Hair Trimmer Kit. Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit has four stainless steel tools, slash tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, nail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. Come on, it's flip-flop seasons. Let those talents under control, guys, because you know how bad that could be. And you know that we're going to give you a promo code. So our use our promo code BETO20 and it gets you 20% off and free shipping and handling. That's right. 20% off with code BETO20 means you could get the perfect package 3.0 kit featuring the lawnmower 3.0 and toss in the Shears 2.0 as well. Not enough savings? Está bien. For a limited time, if you subscribe for the Razor Replacement Plan, you can also get a free travel bag and their comfortable and chafe-reducing Manscaped boxer briefs, which, by the way, I use all the time and are awesome underwear. Bueno, a ver, 20% discount, free gifts, clean nails, and trimmed, you know what, sounds like a hell of a bargain. So what are you waiting for, guys? Visit manscaped.com and use promo code PEDO20 today. Yeah. But he knew exactly what he was saying there. And it's just, it's so frustrating. So I um, actually was going to mention this months ago when it happened. <laughs> but um, we have so many things to talk about. We a couple of months ago, we, one of our guests here in season one, Cherie Cancio from the Cuba One Foundation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cherie set up a big Zoom panel of different people, like political thinkers and you know scholars historians uh who 
were Cuban American mm -hmm. and were progressives. And I was fortunate enough to be in that panel. And um, I never got to thank her, I think. <laughs> well, this is publicly, this is a very public thank that. you. And I remember I wanted to bring it up on that episode, like the next episode we recorded, but we got cut up on something else. So, you know, all these people, it was a very big Zoom call. There were a lot of little squares. <laughs> um, like mega brain. And kind bunch. of everybody said their story and everybody said, everybody in essence said their own, the same thing, mm -hmm. you know. I've always been a liberal. I've always been uh, progressive. And I hate that among my own people, I have to constantly be defending myself that I'm not a communist, you know, right. because they have this erroneous, completely erroneous image of what the Democratic Party is and what mm. Democratic candidates are. You know, when somebody calls um, este, uh, Biden a communist, Biden is one of the most moderate people there are. Right, in, which is why I brought it up to the fact, barber. Being moderate is hurting him against among liberals, among the Bernie Bros. Basically, right. um, yeah. Not only Bernie Bros, but, but among liberals, like very people that are very liberal, mm -hmm. it's hurting him how moderate he is. So there, you have someone that is completely speaking something that is incorrect. You said he had been here five years, eight, eight, eight years. Okay, that was told by him by somebody else, right? Right. And among, you know, his circle is probably Cuban-American right. or Cuban, and that is what they believe. So to, that his, to his credit, I did correct him on something, and he said, oh, I don't know that, so I'll have to do my research more. Okay, well. So to his credit, he at least said that much. Okay, well, <laughs> he hasn't done his research on this, right. and that is the narrative that a right. lot of people believe, and it's handed down. And, you know, I've, I've, I, think I, may have, I think I may have um, mentioned here a, a cousin of mine that I've become very close to. Mm -hmm. He's only been here five years. You know, and he has already, you know, he has the hat. The, the hat. He has the MAGA hat with the A, what is it, the AR-15 rifle and whatever oh, the, yeah. big, the big rifle. Uh -huh, you know, yeah. uh, I don't even know what it's called, that gun. Uh, the big one. This the is it. Automatic, uh -huh, automatic rifle, what? whatever. MAGA, Trump all the way. And when, and him and I have actually, and this is why I tell you that it's all the package of goods that you're sold. Right. Because him and I have sat down and talked about stuff like when we go to the gym and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, so what are your Perfect views? Politics, what are your views way. about like women's, you know, rights? Mm -hmm. What are your views on like gay marriage? Right, what are right. your views on this? What are your views on that? What are your views on this? You know, right. back and forth. And that's the way and, to do it is like in little spurts too. And because... I would tell him, you know, you, my friend, are a lot more liberal than what you think you are because everything that you just said yes to and everything you've told me that yeah, you're okay with are not platforms of the, the Republican Party. The traditional The traditional right -wing, conservative yeah, yeah. right-wing Republican yeah. Party that you wear a MAGA hat for, right? You do realize that, right? Pero, that is the, you know, that is the... That's the package. The package that he was sold. So, oh, no, no, you know, soy comunista. No, no, no. Los democratas son comunistas. And yes, what you said is true. It's like, okay, how do I argue something? How do I rebuttal something that is a flat-out lie? Right. Right. And that you're basing on your experience because I can't rebut your experience. You can't rebut your experience. No, 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 no. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like I can, it's a flat out lie. And then you're basing it on your experience. So initially I have to start out the gate saying, well, your experience may have been that, but blah, blah. And people get defense. There's a whole podcast on this where people just get defensive about it because you're not just attacking what they, you're attacking them right. at that point, you know, and it, it, it's a slippery slope. Right. But that's when you say, and they could take it however you want. See, Yo no sé lo que es criarme en un país comunista, mm. right? Pero 
yo sí sé la historia americana y sí sé lo que los partidos right, right, representan right. y que, lo que los candidatos representan. Y esta persona que está ahora postulándose como presidente para el Partido Demócrata right. no representa eso por este y este y este y este y estas razones. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Right. You're just smarter than me, that's all. No, it's just I don't let that I don't let that one pass. <laughs> but it but it's funny because again that whole that whole oh, it's so frustrating that you know Democrats are socialists and Democrats are 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 communists. It's all Kennedy's and and, fault. and 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 you know what I would love to ask. It's all them? Kennedy. That's you know all. What it I is. would love to ask them, especially Cubans. You know, once they retire or when they first get here, it's like, oh, have you received Social Security? Oh, it's a little, or Medicare, Medicaid. and they all know how to get it, and they also right. have, have you received them. Medicare and Medicaid? Oh, really? Because those, those are socialist. Are socialist. Those are socialist programs. Uh, programs, yeah. Hence, in the name, Social Security. <laughs> right. Just an FYI, because I know that I'm you're just putting it out there. I know you're really opposed to socialism, and you think socialism is a the devil, the devil, the biggest evils of all evils. But just to let you know that those food stamps that you're getting, and that Medicare and Medicaid that you're getting, which you have better health insurance than I do, it's, right? They do. They do. Right. They do. Which you have better health insurance than I do. And that check that you're receiving every month, that's social. That is so. That is a form of a social. That's a social program. You know, social program. Just an FYI. But I know that facts <laughs> don't matter in this, in uh, this situation. Oh, so, sorry. The podcast that I just mentioned, it's called, I think it's, uh, You Are Not That Smart. You Are Not So Smart. And the episodes are about the backfire effect. Mm-hmm. which is when basically even if you attack not attack but if you counter somebody even with facts if it is a belief that is so deeply ingrained in you it does not matter how many facts you present to them they will it it, it has it's called the backfire effect for a reason because what it actually does is it increases their reticence well i'm happy you brought that up too because okay. that is am something I, else am i just queuing you up all no, day today because it's coincidental things that that um I've been thinking about. So, as we know, the Democratic National Convention is, is this week. Was, was this week? Or is going, yeah, was this week. Was this week. Middle Friday. Um, <clears throat> I wish, can we talk a minute? Do we need a whole week for all these things? Like, literally. Yeah, they can, always are. Okay, no. Can we just have somebody show up and be like, here's the vice president. She talks. Here's the president nominee. Well, because the that's it. Is, and go home. The, like, that tra- the traditional, okay. So, let me give you a little bit of history on the. I don't need John Legend to sing to me. No, but let me give you a little bit of history on the convention. So, the conventions up until Reagan, up until 1980, Uh I believe the 1980 election was the last one. They actually did not know who the nominee was until the convention. Oh, really? Yes. So, whereas now, we go into the convention knowing pretty much who the nominee is. The convention nowadays is just simply as a formality. Okay, got it. it. But we go into the convention well knowing who the nominee is. Up to the Reagan administration, or well, the Reagan election in 1980, you didn't know who it was, Ah, right? Okay. I mean, obviously, you had an idea of who was 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 the the surprise. So when when you would go throughout the states and the delegation would give its delegate votes to whatever candidate, Mm -hmm. that's when people start doing the math. Okay. Right? That's why also, now we're talking about like in the 60s and the 50s, a lot of times um, uh, these conventions, there was turmoil Mm -hmm. and a lot of times like protests. Because again of the uncertainty who the candidate was, so a lot of times they would use them as like pro like protesting, you know, like let's protest this candidate because for whatever. Oh, because they, they don't know like if them. they're going right, to come out or not. They don't know. They don't know. Okay. So, and and 
historically the the conventions had a lot of pomp and circumstance. Mm-hmm. So that's like when people would go with like the elephant head and trunk and, right, right, or right, like right, a donkey ass, right. you know, whatever. Yeah. And like people from the, the state, like the Wisconsin would wear a cheese head and, okay. you know, like it was like supposed to be fun and tongue in cheek. Okay. Now it's become more of like a show, like a star <laughs> yeah, studded, like Katy Perry's going to come in. Yeah. You know. I don't need John Legend singing. I don't need uh, Clint Eastwood talking to a chair. I, I, I actually think that that is I, a major misfire. They need to tone it down. I think that's a major misfire, especially among Democrats. If I was running a Democratic campaign, I wouldn't have celebrities. It, it makes you seem very out of touch. Yes, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. At least not that many. Unless it's like... a uh, Somebody who has a very big history activism on, platform. Right. Unless or, it's something like that, I wouldn't. Right. Because right. it's like, okay, Katy Perry sing Roar. You know, at the 2016. Great. Great. So how now does what? Katy Perry compare to any of my problems or, right. <laughs> you know. Right. So. I mean, in all fairness, I also have a feud with Taylor Swift that we put aside. You did. You yes. Did. Yes. Although I dressed as a pizza. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. But what I was saying was in terms of the convention, why I brought it up was because, you know, a lot of people have been asking me this week, oh, do I think... The convention changes minds. Do I think anybody's swayed one way or the other? And to a large extent, I don't think so. I think particularly to this election, right, right, right. what's going to be the key in there being a change in administration and Joe Biden, win- Biden winning the vote is getting people who didn't vote last time to vote. To vote. Yeah. Because the Trump people are not going to change their mind. True. And the reason why, like I thought long and hard about this, mm-hmm. I think the reason why you know, Trump supporters will not change their They're mind. Dig their heels. Is because in order to in order to vote for someone, whether it's somebody obviously that you align with politically or not, mm-hmm. there's a certain rationale in that. Right. You have well you have to you have to right. come certain, to terms with certain it's, things. Yeah. It's actually it's all rationale. Right. The Trump voter is emotional. It's not about rationale. It's about I'm going to beat you. We are the best and we are going to win because you're all communists and you're not going to beat us. See, MAGA, make America great again. We are better. We are stronger. We're faster. It's emotional. Mm -hmm. It's not rational because if it was rational, probably would not be in this situation. Right. It's all emotional. It's all emotional because I know so many, so many people (laughs) that when I ask them, okay, but why are you voting? Why do you continue to support him? Oh, because he does what he says he's going to do. Okay, like, oh, because, you know, he tells everybody off. Okay, okay. Oh, because, you know, screw Joe Biden or whoever, you know. On right, the other side. right. They, 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 like, don't, they okay, don't present an argument. Again, rationale. Give me some rationale here. Talking points. That's Talking what I'm asking points. for. I may disagree with you, but, you know. But have them. Right. And I think that that's part of the problem. It's like a lot of his f- fans <laughs> are, <laughs> it's emotional. It's all emotional. It's not rational. And that is that you can't sway that. There, there, yeah, there's no like I. Well, as we know, there's like there's certain things that I love. I know that it's a bad movie, but I love it. Right. You know, Sex Debt. Yeah, Sex Debt's a horrible movie, but I would watch it on a loop for a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. No, you're right. You're right. It's, Showgirls. It's, show, oh my god, Showgirls. Yes. Oh my god. Did you see by the way the new trailer for the the second trailer for the new Save the Bell? No. Okay, you have to see it. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna spoil it for you. You have okay. to see it, listeners. You also have to see it. It features uh, Elizabeth Berkeley more prominently. 
Oh, well, I'm signed up. So you're there. I know you're because already signed as up. As you know, I was always a Jesse Spano you fan. You were Jesse Spano. I, I was not Team Kelly Kapowski. I was Team Jesse Spano all I, the way. I was Team Lisa. did not end well for me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to bring up, now that, you know, I guess this has turned into a more political episode. Um, but we are in the middle of an election. We are. We are. It's um, closer than we think. We're already so actually, in September. There was elections this week That's true. In, in Florida. That is true. And there's somebody that won... That, again, this goes into what I was just talking about in terms of emotional versus rationale. Jose's cousin won. One of Jose's cousins, like distant cousins, oh. was running for like representative or something and he won by like 51%. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> um, have you heard about Laura Loomer? With a name like that, I should. Mm-hmm. Laura Loomer. Does she have an infomercial? She's a Republican. Okay. And she won yesterday in her district here in florida okay and i'm trying to find out what district florida's 21st district okay she's a republican nominee for 20 in the in florida's 21st district which in it's in probably in palm beach county because it includes where mar-a-lago is at okay so it's palm beach right so she will be going head to head with the democrat okay running for that district This is her quote. (laughs) She, she's described Islam as a quote, cancer on humanity. Jesus Christ. And said that Muslim (laughs) candidates. That's the first thing. (laughs) Okay. That Muslim candidates should not be allowed to hold office in America. She has called herself a proud Islamophobe. So. And she won. Congrats. She won. So my question to you is on the talking point is I wonder how she feels about other minorities. I I have I have I can't I, imagine somebody feeling so strongly about one group of people having great that opinions way, about and just being kumbaya about everybody else. Everybody right. Else. Like going out for like a Black Lives Matter. Protest. Oh Black Lives Matter, I love you. Hispanic <laughs> Latinos, I love you. The gays, I love you. You know? The Asians, I love you. But Islam no, That's no, where no, I draw no, the no, line. No, that's where I draw the line. So how can if we went back five years no let's go back to 2008 when obama won the presidency okay yes we can what would we have was said was that the slogan or was it hope yes it was both oh what would we have said as some somebody who made those remarks i think most people would agree a person who makes those remarks about a certain you know group of people has, has a bias. no place has a America, bias has no place in American yeah. politics no place in American politics because right off the bat you know I mean I know that David Duke I, he uh, ran for something some and he won ago. I don't know but a, play, a, a person who speaks like that has no place for American politics correct how did that person win here in Florida um I mean <laughs> Okay, so let me ask you this. I don't so let me let me let me ask. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. So let's say that a candidate like that came around, okay, and you aligned yourself with all her other views. Mm-hmm. She was this. She was that. She was pro this. She was against that. So on and so forth. And again, we're talking about 2020 when that type of comment, not like before, that type of comment will come to light. Right. Oh, no, no. If she made those comments, when you call yourself a proud Islamophobe, it's because you want people to know. Yes, but what I'm saying is this isn't like back in like the 80s where like maybe somebody said something, but you had no access to all the information. No, she went on the record to say that. Right. Okay. 
So there's a candidate that you like. Mm. You align yourself with most of their views. Bustle but obviously, you not with that. Would you still vote for them? Let's say you think they're going to be good on your property taxes. They're going to be good on... They're going to do all the great things for you. Would you vote for them? Putting you on the spot. You are putting me on the spot. I would want to say no, that I wouldn't. But I also don't know who the other candidates were. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't because... To me, there's certain things that you can negotiate on, mm-hmm. but there's certain things that you can't. I can negotiate on you with budgets. I don't know. What if her competition was like blatantly, you know, anti-gay? Okay, no, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, no, no, no. But like within reason. Within I mean, I, w- I wouldn't. I wouldn't vote for her. Within reason, obviously. I wouldn't vote for her. Again, to your point, somebody who says that out loud into the ether. Right, because the point is, you know, because I tried to think about this because mm-hmm. I tried to th- Go, go from an approach she won, of like, so. she won, so enough people voted for her. So if people voted for her, I, I I would assume that it's because she probably said things that... Policy-wise. Policy-wise, that yeah. they responded to. Like, uh, property, ta- you know, property, ta- you know, we're homeowners. We're homeowners like, yeah. Property taxes is something that at one. one point in time, it's like, who cares? But once you own a house, it's like, oh, oh we care. Yeah, oh, we care. <laughs> we care. You know, where is your money being allocated? You know, school right. board funds, you know, uh, right. or school budgeting or police, you know, all those things. Mm. Right? Right. Okay. Yeah. I Okay. 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 Oh. Yeah. That's a red flag. I, I think I, I also wonder how many people turned out to vote. I think there's and what the age. I think there's certain things that you can compromise, mm-hmm. maybe your beliefs on, and certain things you can't. Because, I mean, I would be interested to see what the the voter demographic was and what the voter turnout looked like. Regardless, regardless. no, no, no. But I would be interested to Re- to see. Let me finish. I, I'd be interested to see if it was predominantly sixty five plus white. But I see it because as, that wouldn't surprise me about. But but the, I see that about any anyone. Like there's certain things you you somebody who calls themselves an Islamophobe says that a group of people are a cancer. Mm-hmm. That person has no place in American politics. I'm not debating that with you. I'm just saying I would like to see the makeup of the voter turnout. That election. I, I don't care what the makeup is. It, it could be 65 all white, you know, millionaires. It could be, you know, uh, all Latino, you know, uh, working class. I don't care what it is. The point is that she won. And now she goes against She the won. Dem- so no matter what type, because I would think that no matter what type of person you are mm-hmm. and what type of social economic standing you have, something like that is just wrong. Red flag. You know, calling somebody a cancer or a group a religion a of, or yeah. a race a cancer no matter who you are it's just a no no <laughs> well clearly you're wrong well right <laughs> but there we go she won in 2020 again this is 2020 Nothing she is not about part of janet jackson's rhythm nation no she is not <laughs> she couldn't do the dance now what's the name like what is it laurel lummer loomer whatever so yeah Laura Loomer. Good good for her and her Islamophobe ways. And you know what? Then she'll lose in November. Hopefully. Hopefully. Knock wood. <laughs> well, <sighs> this has made me so thirsty. You thirsty? You thirsty, are you? Yeah. I'm also a little hungry, but that's that's for after. Oh. Are we going to go have what I think we're going to go <laughs> yes, have? Yes, sir. At the eating house? Yes, sir. We're not going to be eating at the eating house? Yeah, we can. Outside? If they have outdoor, yeah. Okay, so we'll be eating outside of the yes, eating house. Yes, we will. 
So, are you thirsty? I am thirsty. Are you? you I me, am. You want me to go first with the last soda? I'll go first. I'll make it short and simple. I'm giving my last soda to Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, you know, she was on the Democratic National Convention this week. Mm-hmm. I don't drink that Kool-Aid. You don't drink the Michelle Obama Kool-Aid? Or in this case, that soda. <laughs> I mean, she's fine. I don't have anything she necessarily against her. I just a, don't she get... She is such an inspirational speaker. Yeah, they both are. They both are. Because Obama could be talking about the telephone book. That it's just the way that he... No, they're good speakers. But I'm just saying, I don't... Eh. No, yeah. You don't drink You don't drink that soda? I don't. I don't. You I, don't that's... especially miss it now? That like, oh my God, you know, an elected official who could actually put oh, no, you know, but a I, sentence well, together. Well, that, yes, I missed that. But I mean, that could be said about shit at this point, W. <laughs> you know, my favorite, I mean, my favorite thing that George Bush said, George Bush, W, because, you know, here, you Austrians, you know, you're a great country, you Austrians. I love you Austrians. And he was in Australia. Well, I mean, that's better than being Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> or I love, one time he was, okay, when you see all these videos of like George Bush fails on right. YouTube and they put the little whimsical music. Oh, that. Wah, wah, wah. It's hilarious. It's great. Like, it's, he's, it's he was folksy. there giving a speech in China. He was in China. And he was, you know, he was on the stage and he had come in like from the left uh-huh. and to the right, there was a door. And he but it was kind of like either it was like a prop door or like a big decorative door, or decorative or it was locked or. and he was like thank you thank you and then he's like the door <laughs> won't open like opening the door but it's funny because I think that most people you hit the door oh it doesn't open and you just turn right back around right, right. he was like fighting the he's door like, I'm he's opening like, this door. Like, the door this door must the door. open and they had to come and escort him away <laughs> but see those are cute folksy things that I you know I miss that not you know Islam is a cancer Islam is a cancer <laughs> like, do not I will not miss that no. no so you know I do I I gave it to her because I was watching her speak and I'm like oh she's so like inspirational and positive and you know eloquent in the way she speaks she's very eloquent yeah wow she was only in the White House three and a half years ago and it might as well have been a hundred because well SOC SOC because the other one is like be best. <laughs> well, you know, she English ain't even her first language, so God I mean, bless no, her. No, no, God I bless even, her. I don't even attack her for that. Oh I God. love how like you know what the thing is, the current first lady has no interest no, in being the I, first lady. What I love is that the current the current first lady, her first lady initiative, which has been you know whatever, yeah, what you know has been said in the White House is the most successful and famous first lady initiative ever really in the history of the united states did they I really think, say this I th- yes he did i think that if more you were, than say no to drugs with nancy reagan i was about to tell you i think you go to any random person and they tell you uh-huh <laughs> for nancy better or worse reagan, re- no regardless of whether you, you agree with it or not yeah. but that was say no to drugs michelle obama eso de ejercicio de niño, you know la escuela. <laughs> like don't know hers is be best it's anti-bullying right yeah it's called anti oh, it's, be best yeah, yeah be best did you know about be best it's anti-online bullying? Question mark? So. Be best. Sorta? Yeah, apparently Be Best is more famous than Say No to Drugs. Just saying. I mean, listen. Say No to Drugs had an entire different strokes episode. They had a whole Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> devoted to it with all the crossovers of all the I Saturday mean, morning cartoons. Melania Trump got a different strokes episode? <laughs> no, she hasn't even met with Todd Bridges. And he's and the only, only one get, left. No, and, uh, and Pearl. 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 So. Yeah, because not even Dixie Carter. Well, Danny Cooksey, I guess. Yeah. 
What a ragtag different strokes reunion. <laughs> Sam, Willis, and Pearl. And that's it. <laughs> Man, that cast needed un depojo. Uno. Varios. That they needed to bring in like the professionals. It had to be from Cuba. <laughs> or from like Haiti. Shit, like, it even reached Dixie Carter. Yes. <laughs> yes. So anyway, whatever. There you go. So yes. Soda. Well, so Michelle Obama gets your last soda. So my last soda is actually a gasless soda. I think this is your first gasless. If it's, it's, I don't know if it's my first, but it's definitely one of the few. So and it's actually going to come as quite a surprise. Um, I actually posted about this on my personal Instagram uh, last week, actually, and it may come as a shock to most people. My gasless soda is actually going to DC Comics. What? Aren't you like a DC fanboy? Isn't that like what you are? Like what you wake up and say every day I mean, in the mirror? And look, like, look around this, this you know, apartment. Isn't that on yes. your like medical records? <laughs> <laughs> Allergies, penicillin, kryptonite. Yes, that's, those are my, my medical records. Um, as much as I love DC Comics and I think, you know, their characters are the best. I, last week, they, they had a huge layoff actually at Warner Brothers. Um, big chunk of it was at the DC Comics um, division. Specifically, like... Was it coronavirus related? Um, well, they were also... They've been absorbed now by AT&T, so whenever companies merge, you know... So that's it's business, and I get it, you know, but they gutted an entire department that's about collectibles. Um, they reduced their editorial staff. They're reducing the titles that they published by, like, 20 to 25%. Um... There, there's something. Else. Oh, DC Universe, which was their app that had original programming, is in a slow death march until it's gone. Like all of the original programming from that has shifted to HBO Max, pretty much. But that's not why I'm giving them the last soda because all of that, like I said, that's business as usual. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm giving them the business, the last soda, is because they did this last week, and then this week they are this weekend having a virtual DC Comics fandom celebration. And I can't help but feel it is the ultimate in cynicism for them to go through something like that where they've laid off people, they've reduced their, they've canceled and titles. Like, hey! And then let's go celebrate the wonderfulness that is our company, you know? And it's like, especially it hurts me on a, on a just on a personal level because when you have characters like, you know, Superman, Wonder Woman, Nightwing who embody hope and positivity and, you know, the, 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 the goodness that can, that can exist in us all, to do something like that, it just seems so crass, you know. And I, 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 I was looking forward to it. I will not be watching it. I won't be participating in it. Not that one person makes a difference. Are you canceling? But Is this cancel? I'm not canceling them because, like I said in my post, this doesn't mean that I'm going to stop buying their products. Because if you stop buying the products, then that means more people are going to get laid off. So that's not helping the the problem. And I love the characters, but it does make me a little disheartened to see them, you know, do something like that. And there's never a good time to lay people off. I get it. But shit, do it after the celebration. Do it. Do it. I don't know. You know, it's like you're not talking about a mom and pop. You're talking about a multi-million dollar, you know, company that has the funds. Corporate greed. To go a couple more weeks. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's like those companies that lay off people like right before Christmas. Right. Right. You know, it's just like, dude, really? Like, come on. Just one more week. Just end yeah. it. No, you had to get that bottom line. Yeah. You know, it's terrible, right? It's the worst. So that's why it pains me. But my last soda is a gas of soda to DC Comics. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I can't really say much because, you know. <laughs> that's not your thing. That's not your thing. Well, but you know how much I, I how much it means to me. Like, you know, and, and so. It's unfortunate because 
there's two things that you and I like very much that we really can't talk about on the podcast. And that's sports, particularly baseball and, and comic, books. comic books. Because I there's no danger. Just nod my head. There's no danger of this ever becoming a sports comic book <laughs> podcast because <laughs> no, I will be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that sounds like a good record. I yeah. didn't know until not till when I mean, not too long ago, maybe 10 years that, you know, Batman and like, I don't know. Iron Man or all those other people were not in the same team. <laughs> you thought it was just one gigantic team. The I Avengers actually, and the Justice League actually, were just together. My biggest reference of comic book heroes was growing up was the, the Justice League. We are water. The Super Friends. The Super Friends. Super Friends. Yeah, that, Super I mean Friends. that's that's the Saturday morning version that of Justice is League. Yeah, the extent of my knowledge. Okay, well, the Wonder Twins. So, so when you when I knew that there was like the Marvel and DC group, uh-huh. I'm like, okay. Who was on Super Friends? Okay, <laughs> Batman. <laughs> That's DC, right? Yes. Okay, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Everybody remembers Aquaman. Right, right. The Wonder Twins. <laughs> the monkey of the Wonder Twins. <laughs> Who else? There was that Native American looking one. Apache Chief. Uh-huh. Okay. So, okay. All those are one people. Those like, are all one group. group. Yes, like, that's, yes. Yes. I got it. <laughs> The best story, the best story I have of that was when the first Iron Man came out Mm. that I went to like a special screening of Iron Man with uh, another friend of mine. And this was like a few days before it was released. So, you know, my hand. A preview. Yeah, no. This was like. Nerd all, all the panties were wet. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was nerd Nirvana. And I sat through Iron Man, and I loved the first Iron Man. I right. thought it was very entertaining. That's why I tell you that these movies, even though I'm not into them, you can't but say they're entertaining not entertaining. Movies entertaining, right? right? I was very entertained. <laughs> and at the end, you know, after the credits, que entra Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Nick Fury. Yeah, uh-huh. and everybody's like, oh my god. Ah, yeah, because it signaled yeah, the, the, the Avengers like, initiative. He's like, oh, I'm going to get some friends together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, oh my God. People <laughs> were like freaking like, it was like Oprah. Like, you got a car, you got a car, you got a car. Like, the head's bursting. I was like, yeah, kika pasa. <laughs> You're like, I know I don't understand what's happening. I'm like, I know it's I, me. I think something big happened here. Like, pasa aquí? Is this snake's on a plane? Like... It's Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that would be great if that was the connection. Like, Iron Man turns into snakes on a plane. Because it was like, imagine that this was like a special screening. Right, so it was so all nerds, right? It was all geeks. Me yeah. Was it? <laughs> and when he comes out, it was like, oh. ah! And I'm like, ¿Qué pasa? Samuel Jackson? Now's when he comes out in this movie. ¿Qué pinta él at this point? Such a big star. He comes. Great. And I remember that when I was leaving, I'm like, so what happened? So what was that about? What was that about? Dude, don't you know? I'm like, no, I don't That's know. why I'm asking. If I knew, I wouldn't be asking. <laughs> oh, Lord. With that said, <laughs> <laughs> uh, next week when we have Derek Jeter and, you know, the voice of Superman on right. the show. Uh, Actually, it'd be great because Tim Daly voiced Superman. Mm. We could talk about wings. I remember when we had this guy. Um, Phil? Phil. Phil Jimenez. I remember, remember, I had to do like research. Like I actually did research. I printed out pages. I highlighted things because, you know, Phil's very big in the comic book world. And I'm like, I have to be professional. Yeah, I can't show up and be like, so do you draw like somebody I know? Right. And I I asked him some pretty good questions. Yes, you you did. did. I did. And I'm like, oh my God, like I have to do research. I'm so out of my (laughs) element. But that's why I tell you, I love going to the one down here. The cons, yeah. Because it's like, okay, these these are not my people. This is not a thing you would do. I love the fact that I'm like in another world here. Like, this is not my element, but it's like, wow. 
It's like, is that Gumby or is that just somebody dressed in green? (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? You'll never know. And as I always say, when in doubt, it's an anime character. It's an anime character. If you don't know what it is, it's an anime character. With that said, we hope everybody listened, laughed, and learned. Made up eyes, but we stop talking about the Matrix. (laughs) Then we get all political and shit. And we we end up with with Gumby. With Gumby. (laughs) So, we hope everybody... He listened, laughed, and learned. And uh, grab your pastelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you for joining us in episode 123. Three. And everybody have a great weekend and a great Friday. All right. Cuídense, mi gente. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano. Produced by Ismaeliano. And our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.